Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. It's time once again for another episode of Georgia Business Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now here's your host, Rich Casanova. Georgia Business Radio Show, and we're very excited to have uh, some folks here in the studio. And um, it's a great company, great concept. We're going to have some uh, very interesting conversation. And actually, uh, Mike Ames, um, uh, welcome back to the studio. You have been in a while back, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was in uh, to talk about Startup Pirates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a very, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Got that in right away. Yeah, shout out to the Pirates, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a very interesting concept. And you were kind of... Um, uh, uh, got kind of recruited to help out and um, be part. There's nothing more important for your health and well-being than having a good sleep. The experts at Haverty's can help you find the perfect Scott Living mattress for everyone in your family. Haverty's Furniture is partnered with Drew Scott and Jonathan Scott to offer Scott Living mattresses. Now $250 off through President's Day. Plus, when you visit a store, you can expect no pressure, just support from Haverty's Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com to find a location near you. That here in Atlanta. So give us a little 10 seconds on the Startup Pirates for those folks that might not. Right. It was a, a week-long program, uh, eight days, and we had 18 participants who came in with all different kinds of backgrounds to basically learn how to take their idea from beginning to uh, further along. Um, right. We taught things like business model canvas, uh, pitch practice, um, just uh, all those little skills and, and to kind of give them uh, a boost right. in, in taking things forward. And it was all on the theme of pirates. So we had a lot of fun during it. And, um, you know, the, the progress from beginning to end of the participants was was remarkable. Yeah, it was um a lot of puns and play on words, and it was very, yes, uh, yes. but um, yeah, the guests who were in here were just uh, thrilled with the experience. So, um, But today we're going to be talking about your venture and your business, which is a very cool idea and concept of the Biz Garage. Yes. And you brought uh, some team members in here at the studio as well. I did. Reinforcements. Uh, yes. These are my reinforcements <laughs> and the, the ones who make me look good. You nice. Know. Um, so let's, uh, why don't you introduce them real quick and then we'll jump into um, uh, kind of the background of the Biz Garage and uh, your backstory and some questions. But um, who's joining us in the studio this morning? Um, first, I'll introduce uh, Laura Nunemaker and Hello. she's with uh, Social for Small Business. And she is my social media whiz and uh, amongst other things, you know, great marketing mind and has been a huge help in getting some visibility out there and uh, regular tweeting and posting that that I wasn't really good at. So she's been a huge help. Laura, how long have you been in that space? um... Oh, really since about 2001. Oh, wow. Yeah. Early adopter. Yeah. Dang, that's uh, wasn't even probably a Facebook at that time. Almost. Well, at that time, yeah, at that <laughs> it's time like Friendster, it was, or, uh, MySpace. MySpace. Well, yeah. that's when I started with uh, web content oh, and okay. um, with email marketing. Yeah, and imagine you uh, have uh, had your hands in a WordPress site 
uh, at one point or another, or daily, yeah. hourly. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to the show. We'll definitely be interested to learn more about you and uh, your involvement in the Biz Garage. And um, introduce your uh, additional team member here as well, Mike. So, um, my other compatriot here is <laughs> Daniel Flores, otherwise known as the Creative Genius, and um, many other names. But uh, Dan's a multi-talented guy. Art um, is runs through his life in in every aspect, but Dan serves a couple roles for me. He's been um, uh, my webmaster and you know creative director from that side, but primarily uh, I look to him as my business coach, and um, he's the one that keeps me pointed in the right direction and on point and kicks me in the butt when I need it. Um, and that's part of part of the role that business coaches play. And Dan does a great job with Daniel, that. is that on your business card? It, it is not, but uh, yeah. I can add that. Uh, butt kicker, kick yeah. When, that's right. when, when, when needed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be interested to hear about you as well. But um, so how long have you been? Uh, well, it's, he's definitely the creative guy in the studio. He has like... Uh, Two gadgets. He's got his caribou coffee. He is wired and ready to go. Wireless and wired, right? That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, um, so let's jump back into uh, welcoming again Mike Ames, uh, the CEO, uh, lead business coach, and the chief mechanic. I love that of the Biz Garage. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I think every business that. needs a little uh, tune up under the hood, right? That's that's basically <laughs> where this idea came from. Yeah. Is uh, folks, um, you know, they they get caught up in the day to day stuff, uh, but there's always other opportunities to to grow your business, and sometimes they need that reminder to to take a step back and and work on tuning things up. You know, giving it a little maintenance once in a while. Oh, big time! It's like. Um I mean, you wouldn't just uh, drive your car on the road or take it on a lo- long road trip. In other words, take on a new business venture or project without kind of like, um, you know, consulting or bouncing some ideas off some other folks. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Um, so in addition to that, uh, as a company dedicated, as we mentioned, to helping business leaders and their businesses unleash and untap their potential and thrive. Uh, I mean, that you could just end with thrive, right? I mean, who, who doesn't want more of that? That's the goal. And right. I, you know, I like to, to think that every business idea should have that opportunity. It's best opportunity to do what it's capable of. Right. And uh, so that's our goal is to, to help you. Even if you're doing well right now, there's usually an opportunity to take it to that next level. So. I mean, I mean, just again, um, we met some time ago on the original show and then we ran into uh, yeah. Starbucks about a week ago and we Small continue this conversation. We could have just had the show right there. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it was, um, I just love this idea of the analogies are kind of endless in that, um, again, with, you know, your business and thriving and, um, you know, not just the tune up kind of concept, but mm-hmm. you need operating on all cylinders. Right. Yeah, and you absolutely. can kind of tell when your car is not quite, you know, hitting all cylinders. And exactly. again, with your business. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, I, when I first came <laughs> up with the idea, I was thinking of the menu board that you go into a auto repair oh, yeah, shop right, right, yeah. tune ups and alignments and overhauls and body work. And, you know, all those have parallels in things that, you know, your business probably could use some attention. Oh, and speaking of it. parallels, I mean, you have to have the right mechanic because a lot of times uh, they'll oversell you on stuff you don't need. Right. Again, you know, it, it, uh, to the business thing, sometimes um, you buy more widgets or you adopt more things that uh, you really, you know, it's all about kind of um, uh, one of our emphasis here at the Pro Business Channel is running a lean right. business, right? right? And being able to be nimble. Right. Um, so, okay, let's continue. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, we haven't even got through the bio yet. It's uh, that great of a show. All right. So, uh, so <laughs> I know. So before relocating back to Atlanta, 2012, you worked uh, in senior level positions for several small businesses in the Savannah area, specializing in operations management and strategic planning. That's your 912 area code on your cell phone. Yes, I picked yeah. up on that. You did I some still hanging time on to that Savannah. one. I haven't uh, quite let that go yet. Well, that's a great area code. That's that's a fun part of the uh, the state and the country. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we'll talk about St. Patrick's Day and a few other things, Savannah uh, style. Okay. All right. But prior to um, to that, uh, in terms of strategic planning, uh, you also spent more than 10 years at Coca-Cola USA doing operations, project, and customer relationship management and earned your MBA in Michigan. Um, and I mean, that's an MBA right there at Coke. I mean, if you um, yeah. are in that house, yeah. they know what's going, what... Um, yeah, it was a great learning um, experience, uh, you know, well beyond what you get in the classroom and, and the the academic experience. Right. You know, there's so much to learn and you're exposed to so many things and great people at an organization like that. So that it was hard to leave, but yeah, uh, um, it's bigger and better things. It's funny. One of our uh, mantras for um, if you listen to old Georgia business radio shows used to be from Savannah to Atlanta and back again. And <laughs> you kind of like <laughs> finally we got somebody that, <laughs> that would be me. can raise your hand would be. <laughs> But talk to you about Michigan. So um, how did you end up uh, up there? Are you originally well, from that I, part I of actually, Yeah, I'm actually from Michigan. I grew up uh, outside of Detroit. Okay. And um, went to school undergrad at Wayne State University in downtown Detroit, which was okay. a great experience. Um, and then after a few years in the banking industry, decided I think I need a little bit more um, skill set here. Uh, I need to get exposed to some bigger ideas. So I went to Michigan for my MBA, um, right. and uh, it was an awesome experience. It's a great school. Um, it's it's remarkable, but it's changed dramatically even since I've left. I mean, that, that was a long time ago. I don't know if I should reveal the number of years. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's probably a lot. It's Well, I know I've, I've went up there a while back, and it's definitely probably a whole different scene than when you were growing yeah. up yeah. back in the day, as they say. Yeah. There, I'll put it this way. There was no internet back then. Wow. No email. Um, <laughs> Man, so life was good, I wish, right? Yeah. yeah the, the simpler days. But, Big time. Uh, um, but it was a great experience. Uh, but as I finished up, basically the day after graduation, I was in the truck moving to Atlanta. That wow. was just before the Olympics were going on. Oh, okay. So there was this was the place to be and didn't have to deal with winter. So right, no big time. It was I'd, um I didn't realize that timetable. I was in California at the time and I visited out during the Olympics. Okay, and then um, uh, fast forward ended up moving out here. But um, so talk to us about business coaching and um, let's kind of. Uh, you know, for our business, obviously, listeners on the Pro Business Channel, not only here in Georgia, Atlanta, but um, around the country and around the world, um, as they tune in, you know, their ears are perked. Um, that's why they're kind of seeking out a business uh, conversations. And mm -hmm. so um, uh, talk to us about, you know, business coaching. Why would someone look to uh, yeah. implement um, it, it's interesting because you when you say business coaching to most people, they there's probably just as many definitions or expectations as right. to what that is as, as the people out there. Um, but it's it's an opportunity to um, get a fresh perspective on your business, you know, get some fresh eyes on it, um, to fill in some gaps and, and, on things. But um, most people tend to quickly put it in the category of consulting. Oh, right. my biz coach is going to come and fix my business and, okay. and show me how to do this and, and, and give you systems and stuff. Right. And, and while that's 
part of my background, and I can offer some of that. Really, the um, premise that I go on is that nobody knows your business better than you. And I'm here to draw out the potential of your business by asking you questions. Also, I'm not there to run your business. I'm there to um, enhance your business. Uh, yeah, that um, had that conversation recently with somebody is, um, you know, launching uh, just a boatload of uh, new um, uh, opportunities here at the Pro Business Channel in our Buckhead studio, and specifically in terms of syndication, just uh, just an endless number of moving parts. And somebody was saying, well, Rich, why don't you have this person do this, this, and this? And it's a yin and yang of like, um, uh, it's a challenge to try to explain to someone what you want to accomplish. And it's not like you you, you need at some point, obviously, to delegate. Right. But, um, I mean, there's that huge gap of, I know what I need to have done, but the time I would have to try to explain it to someone. Right. Well, and a, and a big part of what I do is I want you to to learn how to think about your business um, to so that you don't need you know the the consultant over time. Right. You know, the coach the coach is there to kind of keep you motivated, but the idea is to help you learn how to think differently about your business to be taking a step back and evaluating where's what's working well, what's not working well, and then learning some techniques to then address that and delegation and, and, you know, all those things that, that you use to solve the problem. Right. But with a little bit of uh, practice and exposure to a coach, you start to think differently right. and approach your business differently. Well, a lot of times it's like you, s- you spend so much time just um, the day-to-day operations and getting things done and what lands in your inbox and projects you're working on that uh, you need maybe somebody to kind of see uh, big picture yeah. kind of stuff and uh, kind of the accountability to say, okay, great what you did this week, but where is this? Or, you know, the, one of the focuses, we're tra- uh, we brought a new person on board, uh, Craig Williams. Yeah, Craig. And um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Craig? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so from a business development standpoint, and because you can only wear so many hats. Right. 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 And um, I'm great, a systems guy. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, um, right. I think I'm kind of creative element of bringing new things to the table. Sure. But at the end of the day, you need income producing activities. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Yes or yes. I got a response from a. That's right. Very important. IPA is not just the beer. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and it's funny because there are so many um, aspects and facets to running a business, and nobody's good at all of them. Right. I mean, right. We all have our strengths, and the idea is to help you get focused and stay focused on what you really do well and find ways to build systems behind you or get support through other people to do those other things. So one of the the, the lessons that I try to, to get people to embrace is to be thinking about what's holding me back. You know, right. if, if you doing a task that you're not designed to do is holding you back or you could be doing better in if you're focused on something else, then let's find a solution for that. Yeah. One of um, uh, favorite phrases I steal from Craig is he says, uh, do what you're world class at. Yeah, that's great. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great advice. Yeah. Um, OK, so um, so let's talk about the business garage. And it's um, we kind of you know touched on the idea, the concept. But give us the backstory. And then um, and also let's talk to uh, um, your guests in the studio, Daniel and Laura, about uh, where you guys came in on the business garage, um, you know, venture and you know, expound, expand on the hats that you wear. 
So, uh, so yeah, a little background is, you know, again, I had been uh, in the corporate world for a long time. Um, and um, while I was doing that, I was, my role at Coca-Cola was specifically working with franchisees of different um, uh, companies. Primarily, Wendy's was my biggest uh, client and where I spent most of my time. But I spent years working with them, building relationships, knowing their business, helping them, basically coaching them in my role um, to grow their businesses. Right. You know, and it had a little bit of a focus, obviously, on the, the, the drinks part of it, but it was also a big part of it was getting them to do what they do best, make hamburgers, right. and we'll handle the other and build the systems behind you. So um, while I did that for, for several years, I left that and um, ended up in Savannah working with several different small companies building their businesses, you know, working with entrepreneurs to get them out from behind the desk and driving the business instead of paying bills and right. doing all the things that were distracting them from really growing the business. So, you know, all my career, even though my title was never coach, um, that's basically the, the methods that I was using in my day-to-day job. So uh, I decided it was time to, to come back to Atlanta, you know, just a bigger market, more things going on. Uh, as much as I love Savannah, there was only so many companies right. that I could you know, <laughs> chase and work with. Right. So I, when I came back here, I very quickly got this idea that, okay, you know, I need to actually coach for right, right, right. if it's finally time to do it, you know, as, and as it should be uh, labeled as coaching. And um, I had just recently before I moved, came up with this idea of the biz garage and the parallels of operating a car and the right, parallels like of operating about, yeah. business. So um, I decided to go out and launch the biz garage. And um, so it's been, just a little over two years okay. that, that it's been going right. and uh, kind of looking to, to find my niche, you know, to build a, a, a practice and, and, and the clients out there, but uh, definitely focused on, on helping smaller businesses uh, generally um, get a, get a grip on you know, where they're going, what direction they're headed, you know, what things they can do today, day, do day to day. And um, also doing some, community events as well do you know all of that um well i think it's just an interesting mix to be able to bring someone in like yourself that has the corporate background that um i mean the coca-colas of the world um they've perfected the science of making a business um successful all 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 levels all aspects from all angles right so so it's it's been 10 years in in that space very influential Right. And be able to come into a small business. We don't have typically, obviously don't have those resources. And most folks maybe not um, as entrepreneurs have that, uh, you know, have been on the corporate ladder perspective. So, right. I mean, it's interesting to bring that in. So let's just mention real quick again. Uh, once again, you're listening to Georgia Business Radio, your host, uh, Rich Casanova, having a conversation with the CEO and founder of the Biz Garage, Mike Ames. And um, tell us about the um, uh, your website, point of contact all that good stuff before right. we continue. The website, www.thebizgarage.com. Um, we are at The Biz Garage on Twitter. Okay. We have our Facebook page, The Biz Garage. Um, what else am I forgetting? We're, we're, we're on LinkedIn. and Pinterest, uh, yes. I have Pinterest. a fairly extensive Pinterest um, page with a lot really? of great resources. You know, to, again, a lot of what I want to do is help spark people to 
um, get a fresh idea. No pun intended. Well, well like, it is. Yeah, I was I mean, gonna, if you weren't going to jump on that, I was. The spark. <laughs> it's yeah, out there. A little spark in your um, business. Yeah. <laughs> but so we, there are a lot of resources, just these little one pagers that if you need a, a fresh perspective, you can go right. there and get a little insight and some, some advice to get through the day and maybe see your business a little differently. And so all that, all those resources and um, uh, social media links and so forth would be at thebizgarage.com. Right. And um, speaking of Pinterest, we've never thought about incorporating that. We're barely on um, Instagram. We have a lot of people that follow us, but I don't really, I just don't have the time to uh, to engage on that. So let's talk to Laura, your um, uh, social media uh, expert. So let's start with Pinterest, just uh, since Mike uh, mentioned that. What's, what's... She, unique or why should businesses play in that sandbox? Well, if, if you have any, if you're selling anything physical, you should definitely be on Pinterest. Um, If you have interesting ideas to share often, you can get those across pretty well on Pinterest. Pinterest is a slow build. People, people will share them like months and months down the road. So it's not like uh, Twitter where everything is pretty instant and then disappears. Right. Yeah. That's where we're, we're huge on uh, Twitter. We just uh, really kind of latched onto that early on Mm -hmm. and it's been a gold mine, but it is, it does kind of vaporize, you know, uh, the shelf life is minimal, right? (laughs) Definitely. Um, And so uh, if you were to, you know, from what you know about the studio, if you will, and our format, we, yeah, we don't have a widget that we're, you know, a product that we're selling per se. And I thought Pinterest is more like a bulletin board, but you're also kind of describing as maybe kind of a blog source in a sense or no? Well, not exactly. A lot of what people do is they will post a snippet of like you could post like for this, maybe you would post an, uh, a quote that you found particularly interesting during a radio show. Right. Um, on top of like a picture from the actual show right, right. of the guest. Um, and then that would be very shareable for people. Okay, and okay. attached to it would be a link to the show. Okay. So that's how it would get shared around. I'm connecting those dots. Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. I think there's a big opportunity for you guys to you know, provide those links for yeah. months down the road, years down the road. Well, well that's, that's the beauty of... You know, we have a live broadcast. We're live streaming on the internet through uh, multiple channels, uh, Mixler, uh, Spreaker, and so forth. But the beauty of uh, capturing, you know, our mantra is we create conversations, but we convert those conversations to content. Because uh, if the mics weren't on, right. we would have compelling conversation, but then it just kind of like it's thin gone. air. It's gone. It's not yeah. even captured, right? So it's one thing to capture it, but then we convert it. And through those platforms, um, you know, on iTunes and Facebook and the social media, YouTube and so forth, but I like what you're saying about Pinterest, but can we also do that with um, Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn? Or You could definitely do that with most of those. The, um, the problem with Instagram is that you don't get a link in your post. So, oh, really? Yes. So, Ruh-ro. well, let's let's hold on a second. I'm going to delete our Instagram. <laughs> no offense, uh, Instagram. Yeah. Well, but but it's still uh, people still like to see pictures of guests in the studio and that kind of thing. So it's still worth sharing, and you do still have a link in your profile, which will go just directly to your home to the page, main, probably. The homepage, yeah. But, so yeah. So it's much like. Um, uh, the hot topic in terms of a uh, video uh, periscope, mm-hmm. yes, w- which is really 
kind of captured people's imagination, mm-hmm. but it does kind of have that shelf life. We talk about like, you know, we're um, in Internet broadcasting and then we produce a podcast and so forth. It's evergreen. Um, and we were listening to shows early before this came that were recorded months and right. months ago. And the show you were in the studio a while back with Dirk Ebner right. on the kids business uh, show talking about uh, startup pirates. I was listening to that over the weekend. It's in, whereas car radio is get again, yeah. it's just gone. So, um, so, so Pinterest is akin to like, um, Periscope as opposed to like YouTube. Yes or no? Uh, <laughs> in some know. ways. In some uh, ways. I don't know that I would connect them exactly that way. Um, I think your description of it as being kind of like a bulletin board is definitely apt, but it's also okay. like trading cards that have links right. attached, if right. that makes sense. On the Pinterest as yes. opposed I to the Instagram. Especially yeah. with you, know, you guys trying to, to promote your right. all the different radio shows right. that you produce, as well as all the guests that you've had over yeah. all this time. Right. There's the huge cross promotion where there's they have it up on their Pinterest page, you have it on yours, and everybody's seeing all these links for months. Yeah, I definitely out. like that. So we need to add the Pinterest logo up on our wall now. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, all right. So, um, but let's talk about now the business garage because I feel I feel like I get free consultation whenever I have people people in here. I've learned so we'll much. Well, it's a, it's a great think tank here or whatever. Um, yeah. We bring in the the uh, subject matter experts, and then we get you know uh, free Absolutely. advice and uh, th- thoughts. Um, so talk to about your role in your day-to-day, uh, operations and what you've kind of brought to the table in terms of, you know, promotion for the biz garage, I guess. Well, so now we can go back to knowing what you're good at. Um, and Mike is really good at, uh, documenting when he's doing a specific thing or right. like if he's in an event he'll take pictures and post them on social media right. and, and all of that. But as far as the consistency, the day-to-day, right. the having a regular presence, that might have fallen down a little yeah. bit. <laughs> a little bit. So, a little bit. So I, I put in that layer of okay. interesting content on a daily basis to, and promotion of things that we know he's doing coming up Okay. to keep that just consistent. Yeah. Um, so, because... Otherwise, you, if you're not showing up in people's feeds, they forget about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's part of what we're, we're trying to do here is be a resource for people as well, whether it's face to face or it's you know a place you can go to to get a fresh idea. You know, to be able to consistently know that there's going to be some tidbits of information. You know, this list or that list or this uh, article um, is is great because they're they're getting some value all the time, even if it's not. A live face-to-face opportunity right right you kind of struck a chord there when you said uh basically being consistent in the continuity uh i was just listening to a podcast uh, yesterday and the same uh conversation was taking place that if you're going to start something uh whether it be social media or uh you know business venture obviously but uh, po- and they were talking about their podcast is that people you know your listeners will want to expect that if it's every wednesday it needs to be there so when they yes. kind of tune in they're gonna look for it and in terms of i like feeds rss feeds like itunes and so forth if it's not there on a regular schedule all of a sudden uh, they'll start dropping you off the list right, right. so um uh yeah maybe we should talk about a uh, biz garage uh, show right here in the studio we'll make that make that happen <laughs> add, no add that to your topics. list yeah no shortage of topics. big time yeah, yeah. I, I love this whole idea of 
you know, tuning your business, fine tuning it, working on it, hands on. Uh, so let's switch gears now to uh, Daniel. Is it Dan or Daniel? Either one or either one is good. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I'll uh, just go with Dan. That'll save us some airtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to talk to us, folks, about yourself, a little bit about your background, and then when you engaged in the Biz Garage and your role. Right. So I'm a, I've been a working artist for 20 years. Wow. I um, when I was growing up, I didn't like school. I didn't like. Um, rules i wanted to be myself right be creative and uh and i was lucky enough to can uh to start drawing early in life so that as i got older and uh found my path as an artist right i was able to make that a career and um draw all the time get paid for it and uh live freely yes. away from uh, rush hour traffic oh yeah <laughs> and uh and so as as that went on I realized, and this is a 20 years ago when there was, the internet was right. not what it is today, uh, you had to figure things out on your own a little bit. And right. Because I didn't like school. I never went to college. I didn't take any classes from business classes or anything. Formal, so yeah. I, formal, it's correct. So I just had to try things out. And as I tried things out on my own and found other similar artists or people who were their own business, then that's how I learned what I needed to do for myself to get ahead and make this a sustainable type of life right and uh and and all of that experience has been growing and growing for 20 years i've gone beyond just drawing i do graphic design illustration um been doing web design since the 90s and um my wife and i we're a team we have a, a business uh that uh builds brands and websites and presence online presences for businesses and so all of that come together now to the point where I mentor other artists in the business of art. Nice. And so we try to give anyone who is interested in building a career or a business as much advice as we can on the front end so that they don't have to battle their way through to success. Sure. Um, yeah, we'll actually give uh, uh, you and Laura a chance to kind of give a plug for your business and a point of contact as well. So, um, but, so you were basically drawn to being an artist, right? Yes. That's how it all started. <laughs> Correct. And I, I just enjoy art. I, I love it. I, I can talk about art all day. Yeah. That's a whole nother. You usually do. Whole nother show. Yes. Usually does, uh-huh. yeah. yes. Um, and, and just to answer the last part of yeah. your question was when I came across Mike, it was through the technology and the hackathon space. Oh, okay. And uh, mm-hmm. as an artist and as a creative person, I like to look for new challenges and I don't know how, but a few years ago, I started attending hackathons, and right. that's how I came across Mike. And it's, I like smart people. I like to be around smart people cause, because that's how I learn. Right, exactly. And, uh, and it was just been a synergy ever since, and I want to see the Biz Garage grow to become whatever Mike's vision is for the Biz Garage. And me go along for the ride and grow also in my own business and my learning. Okay. Um, now, were either of you all involved in uh, designing the logo, or you already had that, I guess, in place? Or, uh, well, yeah, I actually... Because um, it's a pretty a, cool logo. I had, <laughs> had my nephew put that together. He's a graphic designer. Yeah. And, you know, um, so I had him do that for me. Uh, because And what I was playing on is the whole service side of the industry, the right. old 40s and 50s gas station, right. garage, you know, uh, auto repair type thing. So right. I, I wanted my logo to, to reflect that old-timey 
service. Yeah. It's interesting. I think all of us have said something reference to like, uh, you know, before the internet. So I got my, 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 got my wheel spinning is like, did conversations like this much take place when p- folks would say, uh, yeah, I was around before TV or before the radio, right, right, before right. the telephone. <laughs> Remember the days before the telephone? Yeah. Right? Wow. Now, now we're living in the fast track with the phone ringing or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, um, okay. So, um, uh, so now, what what do you, what do you do on a uh, regular basis? I guess uh, for at, you know at the Biz Garage, do you have a so official I, title there, or um? I don't think I have a, a, a title. <laughs> one title. We wear many hats. Yeah. Right. When Mike and I get together, uh, we meet regularly at least once a week. We go okay. over the schedule, right. what's going on, how are we making moves on on the vision and the mission that Mike has for the Biz Garage. Okay, and are we getting the message across when we create? Find, uh, when we connect with people, mm-hmm. uh, are, are we, how are we going to drum up the business for Mike for, for the Biz Garage right. and to continue to move forward? Yeah. So his primary role for me has right. been as a biz coach, you know, just a, a fresh set of eyes, right. very wise, um, lots of great skills. He also does the production for my podcasting and right, right. webinars that we're putting together. So he's multi-talented, and I'm, so I'm very fortunate to, to be in his company, probably more so me getting the benefits out of this than right. he from me. So, um, yeah, he serves. So kind of the visual ways. and the creative uh, aspect and then the, uh, audio or and that design kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then the kick in the butt. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. We all need uh Dan to help us with that. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's go back to, um, so that's the, kind of the backstory of the biz garage and then kind of fast forwarding. Talk to us about your ideal client and, um, you know, who are you looking for? If, um, uh, for some of them might be listening, mm-hmm. you know, what would they look like? Um, there's a phrase that says, who's your avatar, right? right. Kind of like, um, who would you imagine? Right. And, and uh, in addition to that, as a particular industry or niches. Um, yeah. They, uh, as far as kind of the, the type of person that I'm looking for is, is a business decision maker, usually C-level. Um, but it really could be anybody who is trying to make things happen, whether they're within a corporation and manage a team or manage a project, whether they're um, just getting started, starting up a business um, and you know running their own show, uh, or whether they're in a small company that's been going for a while. So it, it really can be any of those people, people who make decisions and are looking for a better way to um, perform better day to day and make results happen. But in my mind, the avatar is more the, the small business owner, probably five to 20 employees okay. um, they're you know, they got into business because they are passionate about something. They've got a skill set. They've got a, a passion for, you know, helping people out one way or another in their, their own special way. And, and they don't get into business because they're great business people. Right. They don't want to sit behind the desk, and, right. you know, make all the decisions and pay the bills and all that. So they're, you know, they're talking to themselves and saying, Hey, I, I want to do this business, but you know, I, and I can do the other stuff. I'm a smart guy. Right. I, I can make this stuff happen. How hard could it be? Well, it's harder than you think. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, Amen on that. That's yeah. what catches most people. And it drains their energy. It takes oh, yeah. their focus off of what they really do well. So that's what I'm looking for. Somebody who recognizes that they could use a little help. Right. They, could, they could think differently about their business. They can plug in some of the holes. Because um, so, we can take one particular topic you know that will help them move the business forward or we can look at the bigger picture and look at 
beyond that, being very proactive about building something for the longer term. So kind of, you know, for me, when I talk to them, it's, you know, what, what really is going to help them. So what I'm looking for are people who um, either need a wake up call and, you know, they're hurting right now and they need some help or they're proactively saying, I want to do this better. I know there's a better way. In some cases, it kind of hit that proverbial brick wall, right? Right. It's like, um, I mean, I heard a a phrase you may resonate or be familiar with, but it just kind of struck a chord with me years ago. A business coach said um, to the essence of uh, what you what got you from point A to point B right, will be the exact thing that will hold you back from getting to point C. It's hard to break out on that. Yeah. And I remember at that juncture, I was just a networking, you know, um, uh, crazy man. I was at every networking event, you know, nine (laughs) times a day, whatever, because I thought more is better as I was collecting boatloads of business cards. And I was uh, kind of a tipping point was I remember I had a call from a customer client that wanted to meet with me. And, um, you know, do business. And I'm like, I, I can't meet with you because I'm, I've gone off to this network event. I'm like, wait, wait a right. second. Something's wrong with this. That yeah. Was a good catch. Good yeah. Catch. Right. Um, but it didn't really hit, it didn't really uh, resonate that idea of um, all that networking accomplished major stuff in the, in the form of business I was involved in. Right. It was, it was, it was, it, was, it, it, it was the secret sauce. It really made right. things happen. Right. But, it got me to that level, but it was not going to, it was to do more of that was actually going to prevent me from getting to. Yeah. And and we also fall into our comfort zones, you know, Hey, we do this really well. We think that's what I should spend my time on, but there's an opportunity beyond that. And it, you know, sometimes you recognize it. Sometimes other people recognize it for you. And a lot of times it's not a big shift in what you're going to do day to day. It's, it's refining the the balance of those activities. you doing. Uh, one thing I like to do if we have time, we're uh, we're coming up uh, near the end of the show. We still sort of got time, but mm-hmm. maybe if you have a time, people love stories, especially in sales or business. So I don't know if, if a story comes to mind of a client you've worked with recently, or if you can just kind of roll run through maybe a recent client um, interaction and what that kind of you know looks like. And so if we have time, if not, we can invite you back on a future show for that conversation. <laughs> but uh, have you heard this? I heard this recently that this descriptive. Of, uh, you know, we talk about the disc profiling mm-hmm. and what type of person you are. But in business, there was this uh, um, conversation that someone shared recently that said, you know, folks in business, you're either at you're a grinder. Have you heard this? Mm-hmm. A minder or a finder. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. That version of it. That version. But, um, that's <laughs> right. But but elaborate on those. You know, your your uh, spin on it, but this idea of your, you know, the grinder, which we talked about is like, um, I'm all in and you're doing phenomenal, but you're kind of, you're never going to be able to get past that, mm-hmm. that phrase or that, that phase. And then as a, so as a grinder, you're just like, you're the, ma- I mean, you're just making things happen. You're working like right. night and day, right. all day, every day. Right. And you're doing, you're, you're producing something, mm-hmm. but the idea is to get to a minder. So you're kind of like. Um, you know, overseeing some folks right. and bringing right. more folks on board. Right. And then finally, as a finder, now you're really kind of scouting out new talent and you're right. kind of. I, I think that that's very common for especially growing companies, you know, that the, the folks who got there at the beginning are so caught up in, you know, doing what they do and doing it well and have a hard time delegating and right. finding an extra person that might open up some more time for them to go out and, um, and manage and be the finder. So it's it's definitely a challenge um, for, for most companies. And I think especially 
the the founders of a company, right. you know, that entrepreneur who who starts it really struggles with letting go of the reins and and you know trusting other people and delegating and and hiring some people that will support them. They're used to being in charge, and it's and a lot of times what what I'm really struggle with is the amount of ego that that's <laughs> right. in a business business oh, yeah. it's trying to get people to back off and say you know it's not just about you you know let's do what's right for the business and not so much for you um so i think that's that's going on frequently in, in every business and, and a lot of times in the evolution of your career you know as you, you you get good at something you feel like you need to continue to do that and you need to look for opportunities to grow and pick up new skill sets and i think there's it's just um uh there's a time for each of those phases to be in right right and right. so if you're in startup mode or right. we, we talked about the startup uh pirates or these hackathons or these uh you know atlanta tech village or just all this right um and, and you know i was having was talking to somebody the other day is that you know where we're at now with the pro business channel it's kind of like all hands on deck right. and as there's more work to be done than, than it seems right. like hours in the day right. but hopefully that's the idea is that you're going to project you only stay in that mode for a certain right. period of time like right. we're bringing some interns uh in exactly. next week and so forth but um but you know it's kind of like howard schultz founder of starbucks um or steve jobs i mean don't kid yourself in the early days you know, uh, Howard was mopping the floors, cleaning Absolutely. the bathroom, right? Making coffee. He knew right. every coffee right. that needed to be made. Right? Yeah, I think it's important, you know, to to do what needs to get done. You know, be willing to, you know, to get your hands dirty. But I think you need to also, on a regular basis, step back out of your business, keep an eye on the big picture and what's, where you're headed so that you can have that right perspective to say, okay, now it's time to, to grow this. Or that. I mean, how do you know that time? How did it, you know, cause if Howard was still in uh, Seattle um, making coffee in that one store, right? Uh, <laughs> we can't even right. conceptualize right. that. Well, but how I, do you know when I, to kind of, I think back you, off? you start hearing about opportunity. Am I missing out on opportunity? Yeah. Um, what's, you know, it's, um, I think a different trigger for every person yeah. in every situation. But I think if you are consciously taking that step back out of your business, like once a week, right. where are we headed? What's going well? What's not going well? Just those fundamental questions alone will help you to put that work that you're doing into perspective. You know, if you if you simply ask the question, what's holding me back? Um, right. That alone will will spark in many cases uh, a situation of, oh, well, maybe there is a different way to do this or a, adding an extra resource can actually take us, you know, add a, a multiplier effect. Right. Um, and on kind of, you know, similar note, but um, so talk to us about if someone engages with you, what, is there like a, uh, a process or is it kind of customized or you do, you mentioned, um, uh, do you do workshops, one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. consulting? I mean, what are the, uh, lot, the offerings, lot, I guess? Right. <laughs> a lot of different ways uh, to work with us. Yeah, because you mentioned um, webinars. Right. We're trying to uh, build a library of resources online uh, so that people can digest it, whatever works best for their schedule and for their learning styles. Uh, but in the meantime, we also doing a lot of face-to-face -face, you know, events, right. um, hosting a meetup group called Founders Roundtable once, oh, okay. a, once a month. Um, uh, was in the past doing hosting a entrepreneurs breakfast club at Georgia or general assembly. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're kind of on a hiatus from that right, right now, right. but we'll probably pick that up again soon. Uh, do a lot of volunteering at hackathons, uh, do some office hours at different co-work spaces. 
attend a lot of networking events. Right. You know, I like to be out there. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, so there are ways to access me just kind of for free and, you know, for some, some, you know, bounce an idea off. Right, me, right. That's fine. But yeah, we'll, we'll take on clients and, you know, generally that's a tailored solution. How much time do you need? What's going on? How much time do you have to dedicate to working on your business? You know, is it, I meet with you once a month for a couple hours on, you know, let's say every, uh, you know, every first Monday and right. then we follow up with some phone calls versus do you need every other week? Do you need every week? So um, those are where things move forward. But I also like to keep checking in with people. I'll ask them to send me a text every morning saying, What's, what are you focused on today? Right. <laughs> you know, those types of things. So that they're, they're oh, building yeah. good habits is right. really the objective of what we're doing is building the good habits, seeing their business differently. So those are all available and tailored to their unique situation. And I try to keep them affordable you know, based right. on their situation. Um, and is that mostly uh, here in this market or do you work with any clients remotely out of uh – the Atlanta market, um, or is right it- now, most of most of the the people that I'm working with are local. Um, I have a couple of uh, folks that I touch base with once a month um, that are um, uh, some back in Michigan, okay. and uh, I'm blanking on the other one right now. Yeah. I think it's in Tennessee. Okay, so there there are a couple of those kinds of connections. It certainly is doable that way. We can we can do this virtually. It's not necessary, right, right, yeah. and and ultimately, I want to have resources available online so that they don't have to touch me. They can go. Right. And, pick up a webinar or a workshop that we've done locally and, and see and, and get the content from that developing some programs as well um, and doing the podcast. So yeah, yeah. lots of different avenues to get us um, get our attention. So they can, so you always, you offer some freemiums or some consulting, right? And then, right. Uh, then parlay that into right. a subscription. Yeah. And, and generally the first time I meet with somebody, I'm just, we're, that's complimentary session. Right, yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with the business, how you got it going, what's working well, what's not, what your frustrations are. And then we'll look to see, well, you know, is there some way I can help? And, right. mm-hmm. you know, sometimes there is, sometimes there isn't, it may not be the right timing yet. Um, so, uh, that's, that's available to at least see whether or not, you know, having a business coach will work. Um, and is there any, uh, you know, mentors or books or systems or, uh, models that you kind of, you know, follow or would, you know, uh, recommend or kind of, um, uh, sure. I think the one, um, book and concept that I, that I'm really uh, a big believer in, um, is the e-myth system, the oh, whole okay. concept of working in your business right. versus on your business. I think that's the real challenge. Most people get caught up working in and not on. Right. So I think reading those books can be very helpful as far as kind of looking how to see how you run your business. So I would definitely recommend those. Well, it's probably um, maybe a good starting point is if uh, you kind of give that some as a potential client as a homework assignment, right? Let's start there, <laughs> read that. And then that way, when you then um, bring them on board as part of the boarding process, or whatever onboarding right. is that now you're kind of talking the same language right. or right. right. Um, yeah. And then ultimately have your team uh, and y'all work on your own book, right? Uh, that's, <laughs> it's in the works. The, the outline's all done. Nice. You just need to sit long enough to write it. Nice. So we're going to close with maybe uh, come back to you, Mike, in just a sure. second. If you have some words of wisdom as we uh, wrap up, uh, uh, the show here, but let's turn our attention back to um, Laura and Daniel, and then uh, feel free to share if there's a point of contact uh, for folks that might be listening and uh, want to uh, utilize or continue the conversation with you. Uh, how about they go about doing that? Uh, for me, my website is at socialforsmall.biz. Okay. And uh, on Twitter, I'm at 
social for small b. And basically through the website, you can connect with me in a multiple of different ways. And I also blog there regularly um, with tips and tricks specifically for small independent businesses. Right. Yeah. Blogging. That's the thing that um, uh, seems overwhelming, but it's, it, it's really important. Oh, you're right, right? Yeah. yeah. And you said the Twitter at small b, what was that? Uh, at social for small b. So is it lowercase b or is it actually spelled out small b? <laughs> oh, it... All of those letters spelled out. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I was just giving you our time there. Okay, and uh, Dan? Yes, sir. My, uh, You can find me online. Okay. Anywhere on social media or on my website as Delta Tango Mike. Nice. So that stands for DTM. Okay. So my art my artist name. Uh, but anywhere online, look for Delta, Delta Tango Mike. And uh, you can, from my website, you'll be able to find me uh, for my mentoring business, uh, for the web design and brand marketing, uh, even my art. Okay. Everything. It, I have different ways to find me online, but right. if you just go to Delta Tango Mike, you'll, you'll find everything. Delta Tango and Mike. I think the other one is Azalea Creative Group. Right. right? That's my, yeah, that's yeah. the big business uh, okay. uh, website. Yes. Well, and um, 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 Lolo hasn't asked this question because you, know, you warned me as well as Mike uh, it, um, uh, confirmed that we could, if we ask you about art, you could, we could spend the rest of the afternoon talking. But I am kind of tempted to ask you what, um, besides business application for art, what type of art um, you know do you do or would be akin to or your style, I guess? Of uh, well, uh, yes. So I grew up drawing with pencils. Okay, pencil is my first love. Uh, my wife knows this. Right. And, uh, <laughs> so paper and pencil, that's my main, wow. my main, um, medium. I do fine art. I paint with acrylics on canvas. I do murals on business in business walls, out, right. outdoors. I, um, and I, and I organize art shows so that oh, wow. I can give other artists, uh, opportunity to show their work somewhere. Mm -hmm. So we, when you say pencil and paper, you're talking like charcoal etching kind of stuff? Um, or like the number two terms? pencil. The really? number two pencil really? oh, wow. on paper, correct. That's <laughs> wow. It. Yes, I'm a big fan of paper. I can't, I can't walk by a store where they have uh, <laughs> notebooks and drawing books. I have to walk in and grab one and have a stack at home. Yeah, just <laughs> I have tons of pencils. I collect all, all types of different brands, and uh, and I enjoy just drawing the simple act of drawing. Yeah. Well, you mentioned about doing art on business walls. We thought about kind of getting creative on our walls here. We I ended up. Um, uh, putting up our uh, whiteboard panels, which yes. I thought was pretty creative. Yes, that's very right? cool. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah, yes. yeah. Well, mm -hmm. but this side, yeah, we should do something <laughs> yeah. on this side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we thought about doing, uh, yeah, like a creative headline, uh -huh. you know, like um, uh, guest wall of fame. Uh -huh. So we have somebody like yourself do some really creative artwork on it, and then have photos. But when we thought, well, you know, we've had over eleven hundred people come through the studio. <laughs> right. Walls. We don't have that many walls, and then also it's like if um, if Sarah comes in, her pictures are not up there, but Emily is it's right, like right. oh wait what about me you know so well, we'll have to talk maybe after the show yes yes because i have lots of creative ideas when oh, it yeah. comes to art okay so just yeah. tell me what it is you want to do or what your ideas brainstorm and i got tons and you should listen to we did i think it was uh international business radio we had a gentleman in here um from a non-profit organization a, a 
paint charity, and mm-hmm. they were they were um, collecting cans of paint mm-hmm. um, and shipping it to other countries wow. around the world. Right? That's cool. Yes, because we take it for granted. But uh, mm-hmm. there's some schools in third world countries and other in hospitals mm-hmm. that right. just adding color. Yes. Right, to we take for granted, but is a huge mm-hmm. impact. I may have to connect you with those folks. Yes, I'd like to know more about that. Yeah. That interests me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so um, uh, yeah, I had some other questions for uh, Daniel, but I'm, uh, uh, I, I think we better move on. I'll come back. Just, <laughs> just let me know when and where. I'll come back. Art radio show, yeah. yeah that's that's right. We, we need more of a, we need our video element, yeah, because it's there be hard go. to, I mean, they, they say uh, um, uh, the, uh, radio is theater of the mind, but, yeah. you know, when we're talking about art and color and design, we may need to add video for that. Um Okay, so uh, so Mike, uh, send us home here. You have some uh, words of wisdom, some thoughts? Um, two things that, that are just consistent themes for me. Um, I'm out talking to folks who are you know, thinking about getting to, into business, um, been doing it forever, forever uh, and they always want to know, you know, what can they do? What can they do to, to be better? And uh, the, the themes that keep coming back is first – Know what you want. You know, take some time and think and con- continually refine mm-hmm. to, you know, what it is that you want. You know, whether it's happiness, satisfaction, whatever. What are those activities you want to be doing? What kind of people do you want to be around? You know, what did, you know, what does success look like for you? So, you know, taking time to, to think about what you want. And then to me, the second thing is show up, especially in a city like this where there's so much going on. Um, just getting out the door and being around and seeing, you know, other people's faces uh, and them seeing you, you know, that right. you're that regular showing up and, and being there. That's how things happen. That's an, a competitive advantage you can have over the other people who think about all this stuff, but, right. but never bothered to show up. So, um, yeah, that reminds me of the um, uh, acronym or the VCP says uh, visibility mm-hmm. first leads to credibility because people are like, well, this person seems uh, consistent or their continuity there and then leads to profitability. Um, but back to that networking thing, I think I kind of went too far to the extreme cold Turkey. And, uh, <laughs> right. There's a, there's a, balance. Oh, oh, big time. I yeah. need that, that balance. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and I, one thing I got out of it is I, I was a big fan of the, uh, breakfast meetings and the, the after right. hours. I didn't do so much of the lunches cause it right. seemed like, um, you'd go to a luncheon meeting and there'd be a hundred people there, but you'd meet the person right or left of the table and they'd have right. awards and presentations and right. speeches. And, and then everybody's watching their clock to bolt right. out the door. Yeah. I think the important part is to shop around a little bit, try yeah. out all these different things, figure out what works for you what your what works for your schedule and also where you feel com- feel comfortable and you feel like you're getting some value because you know to go to an event that's just you know to to show up right. is not not worthwhile yeah you have to evaluate the uh, roi or if it makes exactly. sense um some uh, events are great if you're b2c as opposed to b2b exactly. right um sometimes it comes out a locale um but i found that, you know as a uh, back in the day and mo- mo- a lot of f- folks, uh, solo entrepreneurs or work from home, you talked about avoiding traffic, which is great. But sometimes you get up and you're, you start going online in your PJs and it's mm-hmm. all of a sudden <laughs> you look around, it's one o'clock in the yes. afternoon, right? Yes. Done that. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so a lot of times I would intentionally 
put that breakfast meeting on my calendar, even though it wasn't necessarily the perfect fit. It was just like it got me going, yep. mm-hmm. showered, shaved, out out the door. Okay. And the rest of the day, you were so much more productive. Yeah. And I think, you know, just to be very conscious of, yeah. you know, how you schedule yourself and where you go and what you're looking for out of those events. It may be just one connection oh. at an event of 400 people right. that, that can make all the difference. Yeah. So it's not, you know, quantity all the time. It, it's It really is about quality, but you got to shop around. And it also helps you hone your, um, not just presentation skills, but your your elevator mm-hmm. pitch, oh, if you will, and right. gives you some clarity. And it's amazing. Sometimes I would tweak it, and it was amazing. I'd give the same pitch for a while, and I'd go to another event and put a different spin on it. Right. And all of a sudden, people were drawn to inquire, right. you know, whereas before... And it's funny because uh, Daniel and I are headed after this over to Atlanta Tech Village, where oh yeah Friday for their um, pitch practice. Yeah, and they're doing they do their Friday um, oh, the chowdown. Uh, startup startup chowdown or chowdown startup or something yeah so we're headed over to to have some lunch but then we're gonna sit and you know go over our pitches i'm a business coach right and people expect me you know to have all this stuff (laughs) it's something that you constantly are working on you're always looking the best way to communicate to get your ideas across and and it's a challenge it's it takes practice and like you said changing it up every once in a while is is always a good idea um so remind us one more time of a point of contact for you, website, all that good stuff. Uh, website is www.thebizgarage.com. Um, on Twitter at The Biz Garage. And let's see, Facebook, all that, podcasts. Um, Pinterest, all that stuff Pinterest, will be there. Yeah, right? we're, yeah. we're out there. And uh, please check us out and uh, reach out. You can via, you know, get me on email at mike at thebizgarage.com as well. Perfect. Well, Daniel, uh, Laura, and Mike, thanks for being here on another episode of Georgia Business Radio. We'll see you next week. Rich Casanova signing out. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you again for joining Rich Casanova and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Georgia Business Radio. Every day, Comcast Business is helping businesses big and small go beyond the expected to do the extraordinary. Because beyond a simple transaction, there is making a customer for life. Comcast Business. Beyond fast. Take your business beyond at ComcastBusiness.com. Hey, I'm Andy, and I started Harry's, the shaving company that's fixing shaving. Here's why some of our customers choose Harry's. The blades are about $2 each. I get a nice, clean shave every time. The blades stay sharp for plenty of shaves. Thanks, guys. And for everyone else, give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter easy at checkout. That's harrys.com code easy.